Hey, welcome back. We hope you enjoy listening to part two of this episode. All right, so one other form of travel that uh, Ben and I have no experience in. John, you have experience in this. Talk to us about cruises, man. What do you think about cruises? Okay, so first of all, I absolutely love them. Uh, I've only been on two. One was my honeymoon, and then one was a, a work trip that we earned or whatever. But it's just so it's awesome because your hotel, your travel, your food is pretty much all paid for in one shot, right? And right, and you can always find an excellent deal on a cruise. You can find some really cheap ones, man. It's not hard to do at all. But uh, you know, like uh, when we went on our honeymoon, we went to we flew into San Diego, almost missed our flight because we almost overslept, but we flew into San Diego and we and we went out of there. We went to Puerto Vallarta, Mazatlan, and Cabo San Lucas. Nice. So the, the Mexican Riviera. And it was just awesome, man. Like never having done it before, I was a little freaked out that I was going to get sick. And there was one day when like we were in the main room where they do all the, the shows and everything, but there's so much entertainment and activities and things like that to do. And so there's always something, no matter what. And then so we went there, we went to Mazatlan, we went and saw some ruins, Mayan ruins. Cabo San Lucas, we hung out on the beach. Mazatlan, I think it was Puerto Vallarta. We wake up and like, because we had a, a cabin that had a window. And, we, and you can you wake up and like, you see this massively long line of white people going to Walmart, which is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's a really good time. We had, the food was fantastic. I mean, like, oh. like hey, you know, and it was like, I know, I think they do things a little bit differently now post-COVID, but um, it was like, hey, uh, do you want some dessert? I was like, no, man, I'll take another uh, ribeye, though, or I'll take another prime. Oh, cream. man, and yeah. And they're like, okay, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous, dude. Dang. Ridiculous, the food. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, really, if we ever talk about cruises, my parents are the ones to talk to. They're like, oh, we took 10 cruises this year. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then the second one we went to, Grand Cayman Islands, Cozumel, and Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Nice. Uh, and so in Grand Cayman Islands, we went out and swam with some stingrays. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, because I mean, look, they always have activities you can do. But yeah, we went out with these stingrays, and then like throwing chum there nearby, so all these stingrays will swarm up on you. Nice. Freaky. It's a freaky experience, but they're like super mad soft on the bottom, and they're like, hey, if you kiss this thing, it's seven years. Good luck. Well, that was a lie, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that you're making out with got, stingrays and you got, got nothing. nothing i know <laughs> like man that's <laughs> uh yeah we went there and then close my which went to the beach but ocho rios jamaica we actually climbed up this waterfall which was pretty cool nice so, yeah man it's just like it's it's just everything's pretty much inclusive man everything's all there you don't need to worry about renting a car or getting a hotel um so much stuff to do. There's never, and if you got kids, they're all, you can you just kind of shove them off into like the little kids play area, and they're they're babysat for the day. It's it's awesome, man. And no it's problems really, with like seasickness or anything like that. No, 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 kind of no. Like I said, there was one day when we were in the big room where they had all the shows and stuff. There's it took me a minute to kind of adjust, but I was fine after that. We stayed like if you ever go on a cruise, it's your first one. We stayed kind of in the middle of the ship both horizontally and vertically so we yeah. were like yeah but we were in the middle of the ship too so there wasn't much I see how that could be. yeah that makes sense so right in the center the other cool thing was like on the first cruise we went on we were supposed to have a table of eight people but only one other couple showed up so we hung out with them like the entire time nice and uh so we just like play card games with them and stuff like that and we go get some french fries and burgers at midnight and it was just great that was awesome man food. yeah it's yeah. really fun, man. Like if you ever get the chance, you know, whether kids or not, just can always find a cheap cruise to go on. You know, I said in the beginning that like I I didn't have any experience with cruises, but that's not totally true because I watched TV in the eighties, so like every show had a cruise episode. And so I have a little bit of experience. <laughs> no, man, I totally want to go on a cruise. My wife and family would love to go on a cruise. We'll figure out sometime. We'll probably do it. Yeah, they'd love it, man, for sure. That's awesome. What was up with that, though? Like, every show got that cruise episode. Just an excuse, yeah. right? It's just an excuse, man. Built into the contract. Like, yeah, we can write an episode about a cruise. Somebody gets stuck here. Somebody gets stuck there. And they have a fight. <laughs> and then they make up on the deck. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there'll be a little bit of shenanigans. There'll be a little romance. It'll be fine. It'll be a great story. Plus, you get to go on a cruise. 
<laughs> it's like all those TV shows that, hey, we're going to film on location in Hawaii or Australia. And you're like, okay, well, you get paid for that. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Should have been an actor. So, like, for me, 90% of my travel as a kid and as an adult was just to go see family, go see relatives. And I and I love that. Like, I love my my family, especially as an adult, getting to see my siblings, uh, my in-laws, you know, and having our kids see their cousins and stuff like that. So that that's one thing that was just was great. And then there was like every now and then we'd find an opportunity to go travel somewhere just for fun, like to a theme park, to go sightseeing. I know Ben and I growing up, like those road trips, mom and dad did a good job of trying to figure out a way to kind of do both where we would see stuff along the way. You know, I remember going to Grand Canyon. I remember going to, was the Mark Twain Caves. I remember going to the Redwood Forest in California, driving through a tree. I remember that. And Ben, do you have any other memories of like, not just seeing relatives, but fun things that we got to see along the way or that you've done as an adult that you've gone to go to and really enjoyed? Yeah, you hit the main ones. I think that I, I had the, probably the biggest memories of, but definitely it was like some like historical site or things like that. Like we'd often go to like church history sites or something like that, or we would, you know, just places that uh, it was just fun to see something different, you know, yeah. as opposed to just constantly driving through like the same terrain all through Kansas or you know, Nebraska or something like that, you know, where it's just like no change in scenery, no nothing, you know, like if there was a chance to pull over and see like a dinosaur museum or something like yeah. that, I'm going to do that, you know, and, and it made it more fun. Yeah. And kudos to mom and dad. Cause like I said, you know, now as an adult, it's like, get there, let's just get there. <laughs> uh, we would definitely stop, you know, for food and stop for a gas break or whatever. But like, yeah, we did hit up a dinosaur museum at one point. We've done a couple of those, but not as much as mom and dad did. And they had that like multi, multi-day trip. So pretty cool for them to do that. I could see how that would make the trip more bearable. I know we went to the Grand Canyon once. I was good after like 10 minutes. I'm like, all right. I mean, I was a kid. So I was like, yeah, big hole. Yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> <That's good. laughs> I remember Ben and I used that as an opportunity. I think we might have talked about it on another episode. I can't remember. But where we would jump off a ledge and pretend like we were falling off and scaring, you know, the living daylights out of my mom. So that was a good time. But good times, uh, good yeah. John, would you say your ratio of going to see family versus for fun? Was it similar or no? Nah? No, man. I think we did more fun stuff than family stuff. Yeah. That's just kind of thinking back on it. But like if we went to family, it was either San Antonio or California. That's yeah. it. That was pretty much it. And then, so San Antonio was cool. I mean, we went and saw our cousins, and uh, you know, you lived there. It was, yeah. uh, and they worked. At, I think some of them worked at SeaWorld. So we always went to SeaWorld every time we went, which was cool. But yeah, I met your we, uncle we, in San Antonio. Yeah, and guys, for those who don't know, yeah, Davis met, met my uncle like randomly after all these years. Like it was, it was weird. He's like, you sent me a text, right? You sent me a picture, like, yeah, hey, that's your uncle, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy, yeah. man. I forget yeah. how we figured it out, but yep. So yeah, kind of a small world thing. They were in the same state together, but yep. And then California, we'd go see my grandma, my dad's mom, and we'd always leave with a deck of playing cards that had like mm -hmm. the lottery, the California lottery symbol on it. Because <laughs> I guess, I guess back in the day when you bought an X amount of tickets, you get a free a deck of cards. So we always had plenty of those. Nice. House. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, other than that, I mean, my parents did a really good job of trying to take those places. And, you know, you guys know you're a big family. So, with six kids, it's not always the easiest task. But, you know, we did Bush Gardens and Disney and all that kind of stuff. And, but again, it also makes it easier when we're flying for free. So, yeah, it's so awesome, man. So yeah. awesome. I think that same trip that we did the Grand Canyon, I think we drove to Flagstaff, Arizona. I remember doing this like camping, these little A frame cabins and stuff. Not really camping, but you know, these little nice A frames that we did there, uh, mm -hmm. which was pretty, that was pretty cool too. That's awesome. One other quick thing about types of travel in this economy, we kind of talked about this before that we started recording, but like staycations is definitely a good option of doing stuff that make you wouldn't do normally in right where you're at, like going to find a cool spot, saving so much money from flying or going to some theme park or whatever hotels car rentals hotels all, all that stuff to just put it into hey let's just have a really fun time right here and you know we've done that we've been able to explore places that we've lived 
being in the Air Force, you know, we lived in a lot of different places. And so that gave us the opportunity to, to kind of check out what's cool in those spots. So staycation is definitely a thing. What about you guys? Any any comments on that? Yeah, so staycations, there's definitely nothing wrong with them, especially the economy that we live in today. And I think it's one of those things also where, yes, it's cool that if you're going to do a staycation where, yes, you do find at least an activity here or there where you can go do. Like, I know, Dave, you've probably been to the Natural Bridge Caverns there in San Antonio. Did you ever go? Yep, went to Natural Bridge yep. Caverns. Right next to it, too, they have the safari. Yeah. The place yep. was awesome. I never got to go to the safari, but I've been to the caverns. You know, the Alamo, you got the river walk, everything like that. And for somebody that's like from, from Houston going to San Antonio, those are the things you go do. You know, things like that. So a little day trip and then come back is ideal. Houston, we used to have a Six Flags here, but they got rid of it. And so that was nice. But you know, it's got like your little water parks, things like that to where you can go. But at the same time, I don't feel as guilty on a staycation to just kind of stay home and chill. Like veg, I don't feel guilty about it. Like, I know there's things I need to get done here and there, but I'm not as pressured to get them done as I would as if I were still working instead of taking a staycation. So I hear you, John. I definitely, when you're on a trip, you want to make the most of it. Like when you're far away and stuff like that, this is the only chance you're going to have in this place. Right. But when you're home, like I definitely have had some times where we make a bunch of plans and then we decide to do like two thirds of them. And then we just like, you know, we're just going to. We're just going to do some more chilling. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And like, and even those plans, like, like going to like a, a little arcade and a movie or something like that. It's more about spending the time together. Even yep. if you're home, just chilling, watching a movie as a family. Like that's still cool to me. Yeah, like, for I, sure. still, I still did those kind of things on a staycation. Definitely not the worst thing. Like I talked to a lot of people because like I said, I told you guys earlier, you know, I haven't, been, I haven't been to the office in over two weeks and, I got caught up in a lot of small chat today with people I hadn't seen in a while, conversations that I rather wouldn't have had, but it's like, oh, what'd you do? What'd you do? Okay, well, I did this, I did this. And but the majority of the people that I talked to was just like, you know, we just stayed home and chilled and, and kind of did our thing. And, you know, but you're you're separating yourself from work. You're not even on those because I was off for what, 14 days, 10 days, something like that. I just I wasn't focused on work at all. Like, mm-hmm. I had a couple things I had to do here, but, you know, I wasn't really focused on so I was just separating myself from that, kind of resetting. So going back into the office today wasn't probably as bad as I made it seem, <laughs> seem but you know, it, was a little, it was a little challenging, but, you know, it wasn't it wasn't awful. And so, but that seems to be what the majority of the people have done, because just that's the economy we live in, man. The economy's kind of trash right now. So everybody just kind of had their little staycation, but everybody seemed that I talked to about it seemed cool with it. Like, they yeah. were okay yeah. with that, that that's what they got to do. Yeah, because they were still around family. They still got some things done, but still got to hang out and just let kind of things go. You know what I mean? Yep. I think everyone can relate to the feeling of like, I just got done with my travel and my trip, my vacation, and I need a vacation from my vacation. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone. So like Ben was saying, you know, maximizing that time and feeling that stress and changing time zones and all those things, man. Like sometimes it's just better to just to stay home and check out what's local. So the other thing with that, what you just said though, is, and I don't do this enough. I always plan my vacations. So I get there as fast as I can do as much as I can while I'm there, come back. And then the next day I go to work. And what I should have done throughout my life is I should have taken one extra vacation day for the day after recovery day, just decompress and say, okay, let me get all this done. Let me throw in some laundry you know, 100%. do all that kind of stuff and then not have to worry about it and then go back to work. That's probably oh, yeah. a better way to do it, but yeah. No, instead we're getting else. home at like 1 a.m. and getting up <laughs> at six the next day. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, yeah. we we do it to ourselves for sure. Yeah. Taking that day after off is so underutilized that people just don't realize how precious it can be. Yeah. It probably also relieves a lot of the stress of getting home. Right. As well, as yeah. Well, so no, that's a smart idea and one I probably still won't do, even though I know it's smart. <laughs> Just maximizing that time. I don't know, man. Yeah. But I should you're a genius. Anyway. I'll never John, you're a genius. I'll never do it though. I'll never do it though. <laughs> All right, so we talked about all the different types of travel. Let's just go through kind of quickly and just talk about what were some of our favorite thing, our favorite spots, favorite states, favorite countries, favorite snacks that we brought with us, you know, stuff like that. So starting off with just vacation spots. Ben, I remember we went, you and I went to, uh, with mom and dad, of course, Disneyland and Universal. 
And I, I think I remember thinking that, man, Disneyland's going to be awesome. It's the happiest place on earth. And especially back then, that was like the push, the commercials. And, you know, you won the Super Bowl. Where are you going? I'm going like, to Disney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going exactly, to Disney World. man. Yeah. Uh -huh. Exactly. But what did we think was better? I, for me, 100% was Universal. Universal for sure. Yep. Right? But part Was of it it was like just going on the bus, like the little tour thing. the tour? Yeah. Sitting, sitting instead of having to stand in line. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. yeah, but it was definitely like hands down a better experience there. And I do think a part of it was like, I think the lines were shorter, but man, like just the movie experience and stuff, seeing things that we recognize Right. from movies and the rides were fun, but yeah, for sure. And that's to this day for me, we are a huge Disney family, especially my kids. I mean, I love them too. And going to Disneyland, Disney World is awesome. It's magical, but I still, for me personally, I would pick Universal. I love the rides. I love the movie, you know, tie-ins and things like that. So what about you, John? What's your favorite theme park? Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I 100% like Universal Studios better. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And like every time I see people like, they're like, okay, let's go to Disney. Let's go to, I just see my bank account draining. Like it's so expensive, man. And especially Yeah. for families, I don't know how people do it. Yeah. It's like, It is pricey. you know, and then they want to stay nearby and then just to eat there. It's just like, it's ridiculous to me. And the rides are like, I almost threw up on the teacup ride, man. Like when I was a kid. So like, got turned off for me. It wasn't, you know, the, the wasn't the one that goes through the little mountains or whatever. That was cool. But like, I think that's where the Indiana Jones ride was too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But Yep. other than that, I could care less about Disney. I'd like to go do the, the animal safari kingdom that they have there. I think that would be cool. Yep. So those would be awesome for me to do. But Universal, like you said, the tour that goes through passed by just things that you grew up watching, right? Yeah. So the great outdoors, Yep. they go pass by the cabin. They in that little cabin that has a little lake in the background or whatever. That's where they did the CGI and everything for Bruce Almighty when he's walking on the water. Oh, no way. So, yeah, that's where they did that. And then you drive through, like, the, the Desperate Housewives Wisteria Lane, um, which was on, you know, and I watched that show at the time. And then the, there was a Tom Cruise movie, War of the Worlds, Uh huh. where a plane crashed. And it had, it still had, they still have it. And it just lays out, like, the plane wreckage. Oh, no Um, way. it's just out there. And it was just, it was amazing to go through it. But then you go through, like, backdraft and you know the floods and everything it's just, it was really cool man i, I like that part a lot i think universal is a hundred times better than disney if i ever had the choice it would always be universal over disney Yep. You know, thinking back, the scariest ride I remember going on is none of the new ones. It's that old one we went on in like Coney Island that oh yeah was like a rickety old falling apart ride <laughs> hanging the upside cyclone down with the what was it like a pirate ship or something like yeah that? or a spaceship oh those right ones that like yeah. stop upside down yeah Yeah. Yeah. And I remember because the seatbelt, it didn't fully go over us. I think because Yeah. we had dad in the middle or something and he was bigger. We were skinny little kids. <laughs> Yep. we were like ready to slide right out and dad <laughs> just put his arm across to try to block us from just going. hanging on, dude. We were just hanging on. Yeah, It was man. crazy, man. That's amazing. Yeah. And you could like, just when you heard it move, it just sounded like it was like going to Falling fall apart. apart, you know, Yeah, just like, dude. Right. like who knows how old that ride was, but that Yeah. was like probably the scariest ride I've ever been on. <laughs> Six Flags Astro World, the one that they had here, they had one of those too. And then I think I did that same ride at the Mall of America once in Minnesota. And then the, they got the little roller coaster there too. But yeah, that one is like, and the, that part that you were at the pinnacle, they were at that top of the FAA, it's like, and you don't know which way you're going to go, and you're just Yeah. sitting there. It's like, Yeah. Oh, man. just a side question, something like that. Have you guys ever bungee jumped or anything like that? Or No, jumped I want out of a to. plane? No, Yeah. I want to. I think my brother Jeff, I think he's actually done both of those. <laughs> Nice. I, I know he's bungee jumped for sure. I'm not sure if he's ever done skydiving, but yeah, I don't think I could ever do that ever. I would, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want to, but no. We might need to do an episode on just like theme parks slash roller coasters or I don't know. We have to think about that. But have you guys seen the videos of the guy who tells the people on the ride like, oh, wait, just one second. There's giving me an error that there's something wrong. And then it drops or whatever. Have you seen that? Yeah. He's like, oh, The it, best your, your is seatbelt <laughs> is right. I just realized it's not going to. And then it just. <laughs> yeah. Screaming. The best, and usually, usually the one I see that is for is like the slingshot Yeah. that shoots them up. And like <laughs> the best one though is like the guy's like, what's that? And he like drops a screw, like a big screw or a bolt, like right in front of him, and then shoots them up. <laughs> Yeah. Terrible, man. So bad. Like, 
it's so bad, but hilarious. As far as locations too, like as a kid, man, I loved when we would travel to the beach. Like that was something that was like so fun. Love playing in the water, love building castles, burying ourselves, all those things. For some reason, like there's like almost zero appeal for me now as an adult. But as a kid, I loved it, man. Yeah. Is that the same with you guys? So yeah. first of all, you're from Jersey. I'm gonna need you to say the shore. Yeah, the go shore. Down the shore. Yeah, go down to the shore. Um, <laughs> like and, and right now, like, yeah, the beach would not be appealing to me at all. I absolutely detest sand. Like Right. It just seems like a miserable, miserable experience because the sand stays <laughs> with you forever. It gets you your car. It's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah um, you know, there anyway, you've got the salt in the air. And it's just like, I'll go down to the boardwalk with some, you know, pizza and some, uh, you know, taffy or something, but I'm not going to the beach. I'm yeah. What was that place mom used to take us? Was Stony Lake or Surprise? Stony Lake. Oh, yeah. Stony Lake, man. That was awesome. So my sister Jen lived like 10 minutes from there. Oh, really? Maybe not 10, but it was really close. And it was funny because one day she went and we drove through there because I asked her if she would take me. And it's exactly as I remembered it. It had a little cafeteria kind of thing on the right hand side. You had Stony Lake. There was a playground over here. Just like it was exactly as I remembered us going to see it. And then, you know, on the way back, we'd always go to the Dairy Queen. DQ, man. Yep. But it was funny because I took a picture of it. I posted it on Facebook and there just happened to be like a duck or something like that. And I, I tagged your mom as the duck. And <laughs> it's just like, man, if my legs were only that skinny again. It was really cool. It was exactly what I remember. Yeah, she ended up moving. Like when she got married, they lived right up there. I always remember bringing you, John, when we would go as a family, like bringing you with me, you know, mm-hmm. like I loved it. Did you go with your family a lot? Or not no? once. Yeah. Ever. That's yeah, like, it was always with you. Just yeah. us, man. The Tamanders going to Stony Lake. That's awesome. Yep. And I was like, hey, ask your mom if we're going to DQ. <laughs> yeah, man. I was always like, come on, Dairy Queen on the way. I don't. We didn't hit it every time. I don't think. Right. It was no. like. And it was mostly. Like, it was only if we did. It was only on the way back too. It wasn't. Yeah, on the way on back the way there. And we'd be like, "Come on, come on!" And then she'd make that turn. And we're like, yes. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You're like, you are making the turn. You're like, is the turn signal on? Turn on the turn signal. Turn signal. Let's go. Turn signal. Come on. Come on. Turn. Yeah. Turn. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's awesome, man. I felt like it had everything. Like it had the beach, you know, like you could make a sandcastle there if you wanted to. Yeah. But it was also like you could go kind of like hiking in the mountains in a sense, you know, yeah. turn the other direction uh-huh. and start. It had the best of both worlds, I felt like. And it was never really like crowded the way like the beach often was. Yeah. And you could go out there because it was fairly shallow, right? You could walk yeah. quite a bit yeah. and stuff out in the water. Yeah. The place was awesome. You didn't have to worry about like waves crashing on you and stuff like that, too. So. That's true. What about like, in the states, did you have any like favorite states? You know, scenery or historical, or like just love going there because of the climate, anything like that? Ben, honestly, the states all blurred together yeah, to me. No we were going through state after state after state. I think probably my least favorite was probably Kansas. Yeah, it just felt like there was nothing there. Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. Nebraska and Kansas were like the longest. Like, when is the next potty break? Like, we don't know when. There's, There's nothing, nothing but cornfields. Yeah, man. No, you know, you're not even passing many cars. It seemed like you know. Yeah, I always liked going through. I think we did Highway One, maybe once as a kid, and I definitely did it. I think it's Highway One. Just it goes along the shoreline of California, up through and into Oregon and Washington and stuff like that. Yeah, I love North Northern California. Northern yep. California, driving through, or just even the places we would stop at, or were more fun, like going to like old Folsom, like yeah, you know, and stuff like that. Just I don't know, there was a lot of cool stuff that way. Yeah. And do you remember what was that state park or something that we would go to that had that like giant rocket ship that we would go like this huge slide down? Yes, it was in the shape of a rocket ship. And it was like three stories high. You would climb up these things and then you would slide down it. And the crazy thing, John, is that our uncle acquired that rocket ship. He has it. Like he has it on his. Yeah, he got it and bought it and. I mean, he's got some money and he, he made it happen. Yeah, I remember doing that thing as a kid. That that, that rocket ship thing was awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. For me, like, let me preface with this is back in the day. My answer today would be completely different, but back in the day, I like going into New York City. Yes. You know, going to little Italy, get some really good pizza, you know, not even just doing the touristy things, but just and being there in the city, walking amongst the people, Times Square, things like that, you know. When I was married, that's where I proposed to my wife. It was a Rockefeller Center. 
Nice. And right there in the middle of the skating rink, and people are like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I felt so lost. I'm not gonna lie. Other than that, I like SoCal. I like Southern California. I ended up working there for about six months uh, doing door to door sales, which was awful. But at the time, again, this was 2007 ish. You know, it was awesome. It was just beautiful. The weather was great. We'd go down to Coronado Island. It was really nice, man. It was just, I, I liked it a lot. And, um, yeah. So everything from, you know, going to Mexico and, you know, Tijuana, the San Diego, the Oceanside, all of that was really nice. So I did like it there a lot. Yeah. Those are probably like if I were to go somewhere that I had to be in the actual like city, like those are the two places I'd go back in the day. Not today. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, we got to hit up a lot of the just the historical sites for the birth of our country, right? Like Philadelphia and, yeah. you know, all along New England states and things like that. And, you know, yeah, New Jersey, New York, those places are yeah. really cool. The history that right. we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and just beautiful, like the trees and things like that, for sure. And along those lines, like you said, like uh, Washington, D.C. is a great place for that. If you like history, oh, yeah. which I do, great place to go see all that stuff. You know, that's probably why I like the movie National Treasure so much. Yeah. You get to, you get to see all those places. and But being there, it's completely different. It's, it's awesome. The Smithsonian, you get to go do all that. And, yes. But you're right. There's other little things. Like even as scouts, when we do the Boston Freedom Trail, I don't know if you guys ever did that one. I think so. That was a hike, but you know things like that where you got to see this stuff. I, I like historical places like that. I think that's pretty cool too. Yeah, it's funny because like we see these historical things for in the U.S. and like, oh man, this goes all the way back to maybe the 1700s or something like that. And then you go over to like Europe. Like I got to go to England for a couple work trips, and like we ate at a restaurant that was like that old or older, I think even. Yeah. And and yeah. There's just the his- history is like goes back like so much further and it's crazy. But it is cool, man. Still just the history of different I'm not, places. Yeah, I'm not a huge like I have to go somewhere to see architecture, but European architecture compared to here is like just amazing. It is yeah. just so much more amazing than what we do. And like some of the seeing some of the marble work that they did back then, it yeah. just it blows my mind away on some of the stuff that they were able to do. To make just things look so realistic and things like that's pretty cool too. So, what's yeah. your favorite country to visit, John? So, look, I've been to Canada, and I say that loosely because I've been to Niagara Falls. That's literally the Canada I've been to. We did the Made of the Mist, so we did go down in there and everything like that. So that's my Canada experience. But again, that was also tied to a road trip that I wanted done because it took us eight hours to get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so that was that. Uh, Mexico, you know, I've been to Mexico. I've lived in El Salvador for two years, and I've been to London a couple times. So that's the extent of my my thing. I would, and again, I can't say this for today because of everything that's going on around the world with just other countries kind of. Yeah, challenges my, and stuff. Yeah, so there's a lot of social challenges and stuff like that. And But London is such a great city to go see. We had so much fun, man. Just even the culture to, I would think I would like to go see the play, but the plays they have there go see a play every other night and it was just man it was awesome man and i that really awesome. enjoyed my time there we did see a lot of historical things there as well you know take your picture in front of big ben and just like you know tower bridge but you know you get to see all that stuff the other city that uh, i, I want to say inside the us too that was absolutely awesome as a tourist not today would be uh san francisco mm. san francisco is a really good time for me yep i enjoyed it i enjoyed it there it is um, until I learned that the movie The Rock that I saw on TV was a lie because there's no real entrance like he did in the movie. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Sean Connery and Nick Cage lying to me, but that's okay. San Francisco <laughs> was really cool. It was a really good time there. Um, but uh, to answer your question, Ben, if I could go somewhere and it was like it was back in the day, then I would go to London. Absolutely. Nice. What about places that you'd want to go, guys? What country would you like like to go if you could? Ben, how about you first? I think it'd be fun to go to Australia. Yeah. Enough different, but enough. I have this worry, I guess, of going to a country where I don't speak the language. Yeah. I know I could get by probably, you know, especially if it's like a touristy kind of place. Yeah. But of the English speaking places, I think that's the most, like, I guess you could almost say exotic, but not really. (laughs) Just no. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it'd be fun to go. I've seen Crocodile Dundee. I could make it there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I think. Uh, all, all joking aside, I think Australia will be great to go see, but I'd be freaked out about all the snakes and the spiders and stuff, man. I think right. I'd be worrying too much about that. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to do like a New Zealand or yeah. Um, uh, where are the the fjords? Where's that at? You know, it's in like uh, is that Scandinavia? Nor- kind of like Nor- yeah, so Scan Norway, uh, that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd like to go see like that. I think that would be cool, man. That would be fun. That would be cool. It's on our list for sure to someday go to Italy. I think that would be really cool. There's so much like art and architectural history and just, uh, and the food, man. That's a good place to get fatter. And I think that would be a fun time for sure. Well, if you ever need advice, talk to my dad. They go there a lot. My sister, when she got married, geez, like six years ago now, they did a few days in London. Then they went to France and then they went to Rome. They did all that. That was their honeymoon, man. And so they just crammed as much as they could in that little time. And they absolutely loved it. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Italy would be cool too. Yeah. And, but really, like all over Europe would be awesome. I mean, I want to hit up every continent. I think yeah. it would be cool for sure. But, but I, I'm with you, Ben. Like that is kind of scary to like not know the language and like try to communicate. You know, thankfully, technology is getting better and better with like stuff like Google Translate or whatever. But it's still like, yeah. And, you know, to be honest, like, there's some travel-related movies that freaked me out about it. I mean, John kind of joked about Crocodile Dundee, but, like, for real, like, you know, seeing stuff like that. Um, Indiana Jones was a big one for me, uh, being kind of freaked out. Uh, Temple of Doom, I think, was one that was, like, I don't know. The snakes? Yeah, I mean, not just, like, not just the creatures and the things like that, but, like, even, like, this Uh, other culture that seems scary, you know, like, as a kid, it it freaked me out to, like to go somewhere that might be like that or whatever. And, but I mean, I've gotten over it and I want to go, I want to go everywhere pretty much, but, but yeah, you know, talking about travel related movies, like any others that come to mind that you're like, Oh man, a great comedy or just like makes you, what's it called? Wanderlust that like the desire to go see something cool and and travel or whatever. So like for me, one of the ones that I thought of when we first reached this, this topic for tonight was uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. It's not a super, super popular movie, but it's one that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. And just some of the shots they take from around the world where he ends up traveling to, I think it was in Reykjavik, and there was just some other places. I mean, he was skateboarding down this one hill. It looked amazing. Yeah. It it just looked amazing. And just uh, some of the scenery was really cool. And then um, Sean Penn is also in the movie and he plays a photographer and he's like in the mountains of Pakistan or Nepal or something like that. Yeah. And trying to find like the elusive snow leopards or something like that. I can't remember yeah. what he was taking a shot for, but they end up like playing soccer with some local kids, you know, things like that. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool. But that movie, as far as like travel goes, where you see multiple different countries and stuff, <laughs> that one uh, for me was, was probably one of the best. I need yeah, to go back one, and rewatch that because it's been forever. But yeah, that go ahead, one ben. did give me wanderlust too. It really, yeah. like, I would definitely like to go see those places and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Any other movies, Ben, that you think of when you think of travel? Oh, you know, I think of planes, trains, and automobiles. Heck man. yeah! Just like every single possible <laughs> problem that could happen on a trip, which is hilarious, would happen in that movie, man. Yeah, I remember <laughs> like watching that. It would come on TV, and we watch it. You know, edited, of course, but great, great movie. And like, not only is it funny like the painfully funny of like just what's gonna happen next but really there's like some heart to it too man you get to know yeah. john candy's character and what he's been through and what you know and right. um that was it was a good movie overall yeah we already brought up the terminal that one was decent and just the fact that it's based on a true story is just insane one of my favorites and john you remember watching this back in the day but bill and ted's excellent adventure their <laughs> travel through time in different places <laughs> It was cool. They did a really good job with the historical figures, and I actually learned a lot from there. Like, like, I I learned, like, you know, Genghis Khan and all. Yeah. (laughs) Not how to pronounce everything, but you know. Right. 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 Exactly. But along those lines, too, you know, just traveling through time, of course, my favorite, you know, Back to the Future. I can't not say that. But um, another one that we would see on TV back in the day, but National Lampoon's Vacation with Chevy Chase. Hilarious. Make John it to Wally World. Yeah, getting to Wally World. Yep. And John Candy being the security guard there. And the grandma that uh don't they put the grandma on the roof of the car for a bit yeah. there and then she ends up not making it or whatever. It just <laughs> brings some... her dead body along, right? For... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. She dies, and so then they put her on the roof because she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible man. So funny though. Ben mentioned, you know, New Zealand and Lord of the Rings is definitely one of those that you you see those sites and stuff. And you're like, yeah, I want to I want to go see that for sure. 
the travel shows or the travel channel. Sometimes, like, you know, you're in a waiting room at the doctor's office and the travel channel's on. And it's kind of cool, man. You just see see places and stuff like that. But a favorite show, a really popular show was Amazing Race. And I understand, John, you sent a audition video to Amazing Race. Yes. Is that right? Okay, Tell us about it. Not very, it was not very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, because I've never been on the show. But And, that, and that's one that I watched like the first, man, probably eight seasons of that show. Yeah. And then uh, I also got one of my buddies here that used to be my roommate. And we always thought it would be like hysterical because like we're both big dudes and he's got no filter whatsoever. Yeah. And so like the good guy with the bad guy, you know, there you go. With yeah. him, and it's like, it would be a, such a good comedy. Um, yes. Seeing how these people react to the situations they put in. And, you know, it's weird because I see this video pop up like on my social feed sometimes where they had to catapult watermelons. Oh, yeah. And, and when she, she pulled it back, pulled it back, pulled it back, and she flung it and it came back right into her face. Oh. Like she, yeah, dude. Like it was funny too. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was pretty funny. You also look at that video. What a like what a fun idea though, right? Like have like put these challenges in these different places, getting to see all these different locations, but it's like this this race and there's clues and you know it's just this challenge and stuff. Um, getting to see all these places on somebody else's dime. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. On somebody else's dime for sure. That's the thing too. It was funny. There was one season of Amazing Race that started in LA in that little ravine that like if you remember the movie Greece. Where they do the race, that little ravine thing. Oh, yeah. Um, well, they started one of the seats there and like they had to match all these license plates and like they cut somebody that very first episode. They didn't get to leave LA. Oh, <laughs> dang. Like, yeah, I'd hate to have that happen and make it all the way there just to get cut that first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was on Amazing Race. Cool. Where did you get to go? One place. Yeah. LA. I started in LA and yeah. yeah. That was it. Oh, yeah. terrible. So related to that amazing race show, they got this other really cool show called Relative Race. And I know, Ben, you and your family like to watch that show. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, I think it's kind of similar, but the premise is a little different where there are these people that don't know their family for one reason or another. Often they've been adopted or something like that. Right. And they are seeking to find more family. And so the show actually finds the family for them. And then, like, sends them on this race to, to try to get to each of their different, like, cousins or sometimes their parents or, you know, or brothers yeah. and stuff like that. And so it shows the drama of them trying to find places, you know, without a GPS and stuff like that. Same challenges, yeah. Trying to do it as fast as they can. And then they have little event challenges that to do. But then they also have the emotional side added on of meeting people that, you know, that they've been dreaming of meeting their whole lives, you know, yeah. didn't know. And when you add those two together, it's like, wow, it's, there's quite a lot of emotion in the show, you know? Yeah. I just love the fact that, you know, like it shows all these emotions that people go through. Yes, it can be challenging when your time on this show is about to end if you don't yeah. get there in time. Yeah. You know, and you And you can't find the place and there's stress over it. But when you finally do, they're just like, the joy that gushes out of people when they oh, yeah. get to see their family and they finally finish the trip. And, you know, it's just like, oh, it's just, it's, it's so satisfying to see people go through this emotional roller coaster that really almost always ends on a positive note. Yep. Yep. I was just going to ask, did they ever have episodes where they're like, they don't complete the challenges so they don't get to meet their family? Well, what happens is like they're going to meet a family member each day. And at the end of the day, though, they go through, like, how fast did everybody get there? And the slowest one, they get, like, a strike against them, you know? And once they have three strikes, then they're off. They might only be able to see three of their relatives versus oh, okay. seeing gotcha. 10 of their relatives, you know, or nine of their relatives, you know? And so they want to extend it as long as they can to get to more and more relatives, you know? Because oftentimes they'll save some of the special ones, like getting to see their mom, you know, towards, oh, right. towards the end, you know? Yeah. And so they're trying to like, make sure they last a certain amount of time at least, you know? So there's, there's some pressure there, but they're going to have some positive experiences. There's definitely going to see some family, you know, uh, at least three, right. You know, cause they're going to have, it can have up to three strikes or something like that. Most of them will get to like day five or six at least, you know, and often 
they will usually have at least two of them get to like day nine or ten, you know. And I would bet they would give them the information at least, you know. I mean, like here's here's who he is and where they live or whatever, you know what I mean? Like they just don't get the free trip. Basically. They don't get the free trip yeah. to go see Do him. Do it on yeah. their own time, kind of thing. Hey, yep. You didn't make it. They don't ever want to meet you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's their information as they put it in a shredder. Like, sorry. <laughs> They said you're a failure and they don't want anything to do with you as part of their family. Yeah. Should have done better on that egg spoon race thing that we made you do. Yeah. Now you'll never know who your <laughs> right. mom is. Right. <laughs> That's terrible. They do try to help you like have a good experience. Like I know one time they did a quick change of plans because one, like the, the dad was dying. Oh man, he's dying. He even lasted the the whole show or something. Like wow. So they let them go to him first, even though it was like not according to their normal plan. Wow. And so that was like a really emotional episode, you know, where he they got to see his dad before he died, you know. Yeah. Um, But so they definitely are are more uh, motivated by helping them have a good experience yeah but they do want to make it still have some competition and stuff and that kind of drama as well you know it's awesome i've seen a few episodes i haven't watched it like a a ton but but every time i i get like emotional man just seeing it and they they get emotional as they see their family and it's like really definitely touching really cool so let's wrap up this episode and talk about man some of those relatable challenges and struggles that we have as we're traveling first on our list is just packing whenever i think of packing i think of kevin McAllister on home alone you know like i don't know how to pack <laughs> it's a challenge man and i am i don't know about you guys but i am an overpacker. i definitely am like i definitely need this much extra shirts and socks and i mean who knows what if i fall in a lake or something and i'm gonna need dry clothes you know like i pack way too much way too much stuff every time are you guys like that? A three-day trip, you got like eight pairs of socks. You're like, hey, yeah. you never know what you're going to need. You never yeah. know. <laughs> I used to be more that way. I think like I've especially like, well, do I need, you know, is it going to be chilly? Do I need to wear pants or do I need to wear shorts? You know, yep. back and forth. So maybe I'll bring both, you know, and a jacket yep. as well. I think more over time, I'm like, eh, I'll live with it. If I'm cold, I'm cold. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good job. Think, yeah, I think for me, it's like, I used to be a pretty decent packer. Like I'll say, okay, well, I'm... You know, Monday I'll wear this, Tuesday I'll wear this, yeah. Wednesday I can wear those same jeans and and this this shirt, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a I'll pack at the very last second possible before you go to the airport. Uh, <laughs> nice. And just pray that I have everything I need. So <laughs> like, okay, well I can go buy a shirt if I need to, but um yeah. That's awesome. I'm definitely a procrastinator when it comes to packing. Yeah, see, I I'm like I said, overpacker to the point where like you know, some people are like, no, I, I do the carry on. So that way, like, I don't have to stop and get my baggage. I'm like, no, I'm the opposite. Like, I will much rather pay the extra for the bags so that I just have that extra space and all the extra stuff I want to bring. So and a lot of that also has to do with having to go through security with all that. Right. You don't have to want to worry about all that. And yeah, just plus, check it. Like a, yeah, exactly. Like I said, I worked on the ramp in at the McCarran Airport in Las Vegas. And like when you don't see those bags, trust me, they get treated like garbage no matter where you put them. So yeah. <laughs> so they're getting they're getting beat up <laughs> bad. I'm, I'm promising that. <laughs> one of the things that so Houston has one of the rated one of the best airports here in the US. And it's funny because one of the huge complaints that you used to have is that your your baggage would take forever. Yeah. So what they did was they built a different terminal to where all the planes are coming in a lot farther. So by the time you got to the baggage claim, your your bags were just coming up. So <laughs> no more complaints. It's awesome. That's hilarious. Does this make them walk longer? <laughs> That's exactly what they do. That's, That's so crazy. funny, dude. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Speaking of like walking longer things, you know, the in the airport, those delays. And when you have a delay and they're like, especially when it you just don't know. I feel like Tell me exactly if you're like in the airplane, they have to turn off the air and they're like, yeah, we're not going to be able to take off for like an hour. And you're like just dying. And you're like, why? Like somebody get out there and fix it. Do what we need to do. Like, you know, it's super frustrating. I don't know about you guys with delays. I feel like the the biggest airline that that was a problem with was JetBlue, like mm. out of LaGuardia or JFK. Like that used to be a huge issue for them to where people were sitting on the tarmac for three or four hours. Like, Ugh. no, just no. No, no. I feel like 
all of the flights that I take, I try to book the very first one out because there tends to be less issues. Right. The plane's usually already there from the night before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand if you've got like airplane problems that you've got to make sure it's safe. Like I want to make sure, okay, make sure it's safe before we take off because I don't want to have a problem. True. True. But I hate when like I've been rushing to get there on time and then I like find out I have to sit there for another three hours. Yeah, man. Of some other reasons. You know? yeah. Do you guys do the pre-check, the TSA pre-check? Do you ever do that or no? I did. I did. And it made a huge difference. Yeah. When I was traveling yeah. a lot for work and stuff, it was, right. yeah, huge. Yeah. Yeah, don't take up shoes. Don't take your, off your belt. Don't take your laptop out of your backpack. Right. All those like yeah. things that make it so much yeah. smoother. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Totally worth it if you do travel enough. Same. It was only it's like eighty five bucks for five years. So like, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Why is it the airport seating is like the least comfortable seating in the entire universe? Like, so <laughs> you're not wrong. I've had to stay in airports overnight because we couldn't get on the flight before. Yeah. Trying to sleep on those things is a nightmare. Like, no, it's man, just, yeah, it's the worst, absolute worst. And how like the armrests like they're stuck. You cannot like. Yeah. Like, is there, just put like four together where I can lay. But of course, if they did that, everyone would be laying down. There'd be no place to sit. But, but man, yeah, it's the worst to try to sleep while you're waiting there for four hours or whatever for a delay. Hate it. John, you didn't do a lot of road trips, but road trips when you have car troubles and you're like in the middle of nowhere or whatever, that yeah. is terrible. Another reason I couldn't do road trips. Yeah. I mean, me, Ben, and our other brother, Dan, did a bros weekend. and Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and in the middle of, like, nowhere, it chimes to tell him, oh, whoops, we forgot to get gas. He was like, he had, like, I don't know, 60 miles of gas left in his car, and we were, like, seriously in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) We're just, like, praying, (laughs) like, all right, let's just coast downhill. Let's just figure out what we can do. So he had this big old rock in the mountain and thankfully he had run flats because again, we were in the middle of nowhere. Like, uh, so we were able to drive on his run flats and, and get to, to something. But yeah, breaking down somewhere in the middle of nowhere is the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing I could think of too is for like pains of travel is when you're driving with kids and they got to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We just left some other place. Why couldn't you have said it? That- <laughs> oh, yeah. They're having to. Try to find something fast enough before they have an accident in the car or, you know. Yep. Pulling over and doing it on the side of the road. Yeah. And the those, you know, semis are screaming by and blowing in. You're in the whatever, hot middle of the desert or something crazy. And yeah, dude, that is the worst. Or you pull over the side of the road and it's like Tommy Boy where he's driving away. He's just trying to take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're hilarious. Yeah. Or the kid throws up in the car. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> facts. Yeah. We had that driving through windy mountains at night. So it was dark when we were trying to clean up, you know, pretty nasty stuff. And, and it's everywhere. Driving in that smell, you know, you can't. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. That is probably the worst for sure. You guys are just making my point here on why plane travel is better, but <laughs> no, okay. it's that's the thing, man. And that's that's the cost benefit is like yeah, that just adds up so much. I would love to fly all the time for sure. But yeah. anyways, you guys ever lost a bag? Had a bag not come through? I feel like in my life that has only happened one time. Wow. So after my mission a year later, we went back to El Salvador. It was my dad and we brought my mom this time. Nice. And it was nice until they lost our luggage. It was still in Houston or something like that. Oh, but and I was in like, El Salvador right. too. Like, I was like, right, we're in El Salvador. We are never going to see that luggage again. Oh, literally, they brought it to the hotel we were staying at. Oh, nice. I was shocked. Yeah, and everything was there too. It was like, oh man. Yeah, I was That's absolutely awesome. shocked. I could not believe it. Wow. <laughs> we were sitting there waiting for our luggage. You can hear us. Hear them call us over the PA. Like we're party of three deal. Please come to the you know this place and, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is not going to end well. Yeah, in a similar sense, I don't think I've ever lost a bag or whatever traveling. But when you just forget a pretty crucial item, you know, I went with my wife. We were newlyweds at the time. We went and visited her grandpa. We were going to go to church with him, and I totally forgot my church clothes. And <laughs> so I got to borrow her grandpa's church clothes, and her grandpa's like. Six four, and I'm like five ten, you know, like, and so I was like, I had his pants up to like my nipples, 
you know, and I had his his sleeves from his shirt would like, you know, it's all up in the forearm, baggy or whatever. And so I I put his like cardigan over and then roll up the sleeves. And I mean, like everything, like all my Sunday stuff. And so I was wearing his Sunday shoes and they're flopping around like clown shoes. And um, yeah, it was it was pretty embarrassing. It happened to be this is true, too where we met for church, that was the same place where President Monson was, who was the, the president of the church at the time. And he was there that day. And I was in my <laughs> grandpa-in-law's clown clothes. So it was pretty funny. Did he offer to shake everyone's hand? <laughs> I was like, I'm not even like, they, like our family was like, should we go say hi and whatever else and shake his hand? And I was like, I'm good. I'm going to stay back here in my clown clothes. That's <laughs> <It was> crazy. <laughs> Did you guys ever like forget something super critical that you remember? We don't need almost it. every trip we've had. There's been something we forgot. <laughs> something, you know, every it's trip. It's like super important, but it's yeah. Like, oh dang, we forgot the you know toothbrushes yeah. or whatever. The toiletry bag was on the counter, and we forgot to get <sighs> in last second or whatever it is. Just something. Something oh, every time. Goodness. It's just it's a crazy <laughs> like. It's like once we're on the plane, we're like, okay, what is it? What do we forget? Because you know, like that whole Home Alone thing. Like we got yeah. our kids here, but yeah. I know we forgot something. Yeah. Okay. I remember one time when I went to um, sleep over a friend's house in San Antonio. I forgot my CPAP, and it was awful. Oh yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that's yeah. critical, man. <laughs> didn't even think. Didn't even think about it. That is like that's that's awful, man. Because you just like I told you, like I woke up the next day, I was like, yeah, dude, I barely slept. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I felt so bad about that, man. Yeah. Now next oh, time, next time that'll be number one. I'll call. I'll double yeah. check. I'll text you before you leave. That's you right. got the Thanks, CPAP, man. Appreciate, CPAP. appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that was another great episode. Oh, man. Lots of fun memories. Lots of fun times. Traveling the world, traveling through the United States. It's a good time to get away and explore and experience new things. Thanks so much for being a part of this again. John, Ben, you guys are awesome. Love you guys. I always have a good time talking with you and laughing and reminiscing and and everything. So thanks again. Thanks for listening, those of you at home. Hope you had a good time, too. Could relate to some of the things we talked about. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. We appreciate you being on here and listening to us. If you're not already a subscriber, you know, hit that subscribe button and uh, give us a five-star review. Tell us what we can do uh, different or better. Any uh, subjects you want to add on there? You can always email us at fdhpod at gmail.com to give us a a topic. Man, we'd even love to have you on the show. You could be another uh, subject matter expert. You don't even have to be an expert to be a subject matter expert, but we'd love to have you on there. As always, you guys, stay fat, dumb, and happy. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. We'll see ya. Love you guys. Yeah.